Certainly we thank and praise God because there is no other name like Jesus. 
There is no greater name. And if you haven't called on the name of Jesus today, I want you to open your mouths up and with me and on the count of three and just call his name out with all that's within you. One, two, three. Bless your Lord God. Don't you know that moves God when you call on his name? He said that that if we whosoever call on his name shall be saved. You know, you can uh, the, fic, the fictitious character, Superman, Batman, you know, all those uh, different comic strips that we have enjoyed throughout the years. But we know one true hero and his name is Jesus. We're going to we're going to go into the word of God shortly. But before that, you know, we want to have a song, uh, another song by a songstress. And, and I'm telling you, let's join in. Let's worship God because he is the audience. Let's worship him in beauty of holiness. That's what we're here for. We're not spectators, but we are participators in the service of the Lord God Almighty. Bless your name, Jesus.
how great is our God. He's great and greatly to be praised on this day, this 21st day of March. Certainly we thank and praise God for what he has done and what the Lord is going to do. I'm excited about Jesus in spite of a lack of understanding and, you know, so many areas of life. You, you, you scratch, sit back, scratch your head. You try to figure things out. Somebody said, we'll understand it better by and by. You know, I want you to solicit your prayers. I'm a little, I'm a little sore this morning. You know, the Lord has blessed me with, with six decades and celebrating that today, acknowledging him for his goodness and the breath and the ability of my limbs, you know, and so my, my, um, my grandson challenged me yesterday after I had did uh, two miles and a full body workout and you know, and uh, he called and, and challenged me and, and provoked me to the basketball court. And I fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. He wheeled me in. And there I was on the court giving him a rough time. I, I told him I could see the beads of sweat uh, rolling up on his face and, and his hair was all glistening, you know. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, so, I didn't. I didn't get the game. I didn't win the game. But, but as far as the, you know, the challenge that he had to face, you know, uh, from his, <laughs> from his ground, from his papa, and he's he's no joke when it comes to to balling. He's no joke when it comes to his education, or anything of that nature. Thank God for him. And you know, uh, the Bible said that physical, uh, the body, the exercise, profit little, and we need whatever little it offers. We need it, you know, so uh, and so you want to, you know, do whatever you can do, walk, run, hop, skip and jump, you know, do whatever, you know, but stay active, you know, keep that heart pumping, keep that blood circulating, you know, um, and those things and certainly sweating is a way of releasing impurities out of your body. And so this is not something that's new for, for me or us, but just a reminder you know, of those things because it is healthy for us to do. And so um, with that being said, I want again want to thank God uh, for his goodness. Thank God for what he has done for me over these few years. Thank God for what he is doing for you and each one of you that are tuned in, that are listening uh, this morning to, uh, to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML inside the pages. If you type that in, uh, if you Google it, it'll come up. If you type it in Amazon, it will come up. SML inside the pages. If you type, um, if you type it in, in TuneIn or you know uh, Spotify, if you type it anywhere, it will come up. The Lord is blessing as we are presenting the Word of God uh, to others. First of all, to ourselves, because I'm, I want to be saved. I'm saving myself from this untorn generation from all the different philosophies and different uh, psychologies and things that people are presenting in the name of. Uh, let me tell you, if you don't go in the name of Jesus, the Bible said that you, if you try to, if you come up any other way, you're a thief and a robber. It, salvation is through Jesus. It's in his name for he would save his people from their sins. And so certainly we want to acknowledge God for his goodness always. We want to acknowledge God uh, for what he has done. And I, I cannot uh, stop talking about God too much, uh, you know, because he is what he is to me. And that is my savior. He is a hero. He saved me. You know, an athlete didn't save me. Uh, uh, they played some good ball and stuff, but that's not a hero. They doing their job. Uh, and so, um, and uh, me and my, uh, we were having a discussion the other day, just recently about how God use people and uh, if God is using you don't stop don't don't stop but uh, listen uh, there are so many things and time does not permit you know uh, but I'm just going to say it like this and then we're going to go into the word of God philosophy psychology and these different things that are presented in the name of peace and unity with the with the uh, the ambiance of the world and all of that, don't, don't you fall for that mess. <laughs> don't fall for that. 
because that is not, and we'll we'll talk about this as we're further in the word of God uh, on another day, but there is power, there is influence, there is demonic activity involved with a number of things that we that we kind of let uh, get by us. And so I'm, I'm here to say, don't let that happen. Don't don't fall for the the for the uh, pokey dope. Don't don't fall for it. Don't fall for that stuff that that everybody's presenting because everyone or the majority is going along with it. Don't fall for it. Listen, few there be saved. And I'm going to remind you again, it's all going to happen in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye. Somebody laid down last night and they didn't wake up this morning. Somebody had major plans for the day and they can't carry those plans out. It could have been you. It could have been me, you know, but no matter what happens, you want to be prepared. The greatest comfort that my family can have next to uh, me being responsible and making sure that there's insurance, uh, husbands, wives, mothers, get some insurance on yourself in case the, the Lord don't catch you up and you leave here before you call, you ought to have some insurance so that your family uh, don't is not burdened with the responsibility. But next to that, they ought to have the comfort of knowing that you're saved. They ought to have the comfort of knowing that the Lord, uh, that you're resting in the Lord because you obeyed the word of God. And, and so uh, that's not a sad thing. That's a great thing, even though we feel the sadness of when we lose someone. You know, we, we have the memory. We have all of that uh, that is stored in us, the, the, uh, the experiences. And, and so, but the greatest comfort, the greatest comfort is to know that your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, you know, have gone on to be with the Lord. No doubt in your mind. That's the greatest comfort uh, that, that you'll have uh, during the time. And so, uh, with that said, again, uh, God bless you. We're going into the word of God in the book of Hebrews, you know, but I, I want to, as we go into the word of God this morning, to give you a chance to turn there. Hebrews, the third chapter, if you're using your device or using, you know, a paperback, I, I have my, my, my paper in front of me as well as a device. But while you're, while you're turning there, I'm going to ask you to help me with a little bit of this song. You know, as, as I want to sing this unto the Lord for his goodness, you know, just just help me out, you know, a little bit. You know, help me out a lot. <laughs> help me out a lot. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, how excellent is your name you know the song come on sing it your name is strength your name is power a strong tower makes me say oh lord oh lord how excellent is your name your name is strength, your name is power, a strong tower makes me say, oh. Verses of that song, 
You know, that's a work in progress for me. <laughs> but certainly, God deserves our vocal praise. He deserves the, from our heart what we have to say. And whether someone else has written it or you're writing it yourself, certainly we can share it with him and express our feelings unto him. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. He did what he did not have to do for me. Mm -hmm. And I often think about how great God is. I often think about his mercy that he has bestowed upon me, you know, in my, the years of when I was not in church, the years when, you know, when, when I was just doing my own thing, the years and, you know, didn't have to make it into the twenties, didn't have to make it into the thirties, but to hit your sixties, you know, to be 60 today, thank God for, you know, I just appreciate him and, and the fact of feeling the way I feel, I just feel great about the Lord and the ability that he has given me. Um, I just, you know, you just feel so undeserved, you know, but thank God. And so gonna, as I've said so many times, I'm going to spend and I'm gonna pour myself out unto him. And I hope you feel the same no matter what age you are. Pour yourself out to the Lord. Pour yourself out to him and don't surrender your salvation to anybody. Let's go to the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, the third chapter. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. The third chapter of Hebrews. Third chapter, third chapter of Hebrews. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews, the third chapter, beginning at the 12th verse, it says, take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you, any of you, an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily, exhort one another daily, while it is called today, while it is today, not tomorrow, yesterday is gone. You know, uh, yesterday is as far as a thousand miles and tomorrow is as far as a, the same. Right now, today, while it is called today, at least any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin is very deceitful. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our steadfast, the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Now, 1 Corinthians 15 and 48 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much, for, for as, much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I want to take a thought this morning from the word of God, and that is, I'm good. I'm good. You ought, just, you ought to tell yourself, I'm good. I'm good. You ought to tell the enemy, when the enemy comes to try to present unbelief to you, uh, just, just, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, you've heard that expression before. You know, I've offered um, in my 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 uh, companion, I call him my companion because we, we often out doing stuff or talking about stuff. And he'll say, uh, some, hey, you want to taste this man? And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. So, um, you know, we need to tell the enemy when he comes to present something to us that I'm good. I'm good. You know, and we can tell the Lord, thank you. We can tell even tell the Lord, Lord, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I'm good. Thank you. I'm good because of you. So thank you. The writer of Hebrews delivers a message to encourage. He delivers a message to encourage. He delivers a message to provide strength. He delivers a message to refute. 
the influence of those that will persuade you to do something different. Those that would come and try to persuade you to be disencouraged. Those that would try to weaken your stand in God and influence you to do something different. I'm here this morning to say, no, I'm good. I'm good. He tells the listeners, uh, to take heed, pay attention. Give your undivided attention to this lesson. Listen and follow along with what's being said. Now, you students, now, I, I'm a student, I'm still a student. And, and so I, I want you to understand something that you as a person, you never rise above your knowledge. So if you don't increase your knowledge, you're stagnated. You stay at that level until you increase it. So, uh, and so we have to follow along. The purpose is to prevent us from getting an evil heart of unbelief. And the result of that is leaving God. Now, you ever notice when you're studying out students, you're studying and, you know, your mind kind of swayed, you know, and you kind of go in a different uh, for a moment there. You catch yourself and you have to draw yourself back in, you know, to where you are, what you're studying. You know, that's what I mean by following along. You have to slap yourself, pop, you know, uh, and wake yourself up. Go take a shower, take a take a break for a moment and, and get a glass of water or something and get refocused. The, the purpose is to keep the focus. And that's what we want to do. Keep the focus uh, so that we stay with a believing heart and connected to God. Unbelief is the child of discontentment. Mm -hmm. Unbelief is the child of discontentment. Uh, when temporary gratification is allowed to, to massage, to influence the flesh, it impregnates you with unbelief. When we believe, we hold on tighter. When we believe, there is more resilience. When we believe, we resist better. We fight back. Our fight is stronger. Uh, but when we allow unbelief uh, by ignoring the red flags, you know, we talked about the red flags, uh, uh, you know, the signs and, and uh, different things, the warnings that are posted and the warnings that are audible so that we avoid the slippery slope, uh, then we'll find ourselves sliding, uh, a free falling in a, in a path that we shouldn't be on, a path that we uh, fear and know that the end result is going to be disastrous. Now, Jesus and his disciples dealt with some unbelief. And you're going to deal with some situations where the enemy come and uh, you're going to meet somebody that don't believe. You're going to meet somebody that, that is going to try to persuade you. But I'm here this morning to, again, remind you to let them know, no, I'm good. I'm good. My belief is good. I'm not going to deviate. I'm not going to uh, change my belief in God because of who he is. Many, therefore, the Bible tells us in John, the sixth chapter said, many, therefore, of his disciples when they heard this, said this is a hard thing. Uh, who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, doeth this offend you? What, and, and if ye shall see the son of man ascend up where he is or where he was before, he says that it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. They are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, therefore, uh, said I unto you that no man can come unto me except uh, it were giving unto him of my father. From the time, from that time, many disciples went back and walked not more with him. Then G said Jesus unto the twelve, uh, will you go 
away? Are you going to disappear on me too? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. We believe and are sure, we're confident that thou art the Christ. Do you believe this morning? Are you confident that he is Lord and Savior? Are you confident that there's no doubt in your mind about him and your relationship? Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. Simon said, Lord, where shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. I, I haven't met nobody uh, that had the words of eternal life. Well, well you, listen, even as a minister, I'm echoing the words of eternal life that was given to me. Huh? Bless you, Lord. I am reiterating to you the words that have been passed down from generation to generation. Well, let me go back here. That has been passed down from Adam that was given to him when God made that plush place for him called Garden of Eden, Eden existing. The Lord planted a garden there because there was no garden in Eden. Uh, he could have planted it in Ethiopia because Ethiopia was existing. He could have planted in, Asia, in Assyria. It was existing, you know, but he planted, he chose a, a piece of ground in art in Eden, which was near enough and was going to serve the purpose that he intended it for and gave him a message. And that message has been passed down from generation to generation. Men have stopped calling upon the Lord. Then they begin to call upon the Lord again. And, you know, we're not going to go too far. But the point is, is that I am only presenting the very words that have been presented to me that brings about eternal life. And these words are spirit. Uh-huh. Words are spirit. Besides the manifestation of a word that you may write down with, with your big crayon, um, words are spirits. And we know that they go out. The very thing that you speak, go out and it performs. So be, uh, be careful what you say. Be careful what you present to somebody. Be careful the tone that you use. Be careful how you say it because it can either give life or death. The power of life and death is in the tongue. And so you got to back up sometime and think about what you're about to say before you say it so that you can have the end results that you're looking for. Bless your name, Jesus. Uh, the Lord told them, he, he, he reminded them here in this, uh, in the, he said, it is the spirit that quickened and the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So, Lord, I, I need you to talk to me. And when you come to church, you should be said, Lord, uh, whatever church you attend, Whatever church that includes this, Lord, bless that man. Bless whoever is ministering your word to speak your word and not his own. Don't we not? We don't come into the service to hear my opinion. We come to hear the word of life. We come to hear the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. I, I feel like jumping up and down right there. Uh, we, we come to be exposed to what God has to say, not what Carl has to say, uh, not what uh, whomever, whatever name you can fill in the blank, uh, not to not trying to offend no one. But that's just the truth of it. I'm sorry I didn't come to hear you and I certainly didn't come to see you perform. 
I came with the intent and express purpose, just like you, uh, that, that rose up, got yourself together to arrive at the, is to come and to worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. This is our collective place of worship. This is the place where we come to be fortified uh, to, by God. Bless your name, Jesus. And so he, uh, Jesus went over. The Bible lets us know that he had just went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, uh, and to and there was a great multitude that followed him. <laughs> Tiberius. <laughs> you should have saw some of the looks that. <laughs> Listen, and as he ministered to the crowd. The Bible lets us know that he fed 5,000. He took care of some folks with five loaves of bread and, and two small fishes. Then his disciples went over to Tower Capernaum and while they were on their way there, the Bible said the wind began to blow and, and so the sea became very uncomfortable and they became uncomfortable while they were on the boat. Now Jesus was not on the ship. And you ever find yourself in a situation that 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 it, everything seems smooth at the moment. All of a sudden, uh, everything changed. The wind began to blow and, you know, the storm began to rise. And suddenly the, the everything changed and you looked around for Jesus and didn't see him. See, they were on that boat. They were on the, the ship that uh, tour were compared and Jesus was not with them. But as the wind was blowing and the sea was raging, uh, Jesus came walking to the ship. He walked right through the, the storm. He walked right through the, the courageous wind and the waves. He walked right through the situation and entered the ship. When we're faced with unbelief and the thought of leaving Christ, as Peter and the group said, you have the words of eternal life. And we believe and we have complete confidence that you are. We have complete confidence in who and what we have seen. See, one of the things that they had asked Jesus was that, uh, or that Jesus asked them, he said, are you following me now? Because they didn't see Jesus. And so they went and looked at the crowd, went looking for him. They, they jumped in ships and stuff and, and shot over to where they thought he was. And when they found him, he said, are you, did you come to see me because of the miracles, which proves the, to you that God is here, salvation is here? Uh, did, or did you come because of the fishes and loaves? Did you come because you wanted a blessing? A lot of people show up because they want a blessing. But what about your soul salvation? Uh, did you come? What did you come for is what he asked them. And so uh, he said, look, you came for the natural food. You came for that, that good stuff that, that, that tickled the tongue and, and made you feel good, you know, and had your, your dinner rock going on. You know, you ever sit at the table with somebody and, you know, you kind of see them swaying a little bit because the food is good. You know, that, that's a Henderson thing, too. And, and so, um, and, but, did, but I, I want you to understand something that, that there is a bread that if you eat is eternal. And he was speaking of himself. And they became a little offended because they couldn't digest that. But all he was saying was that don't seek after those natural things. Don't place the natural things above the spiritual things. Because listen, what did the Bible say? Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. You know, this is such a good day to be saved. This is such a good day to enjoy your soul salvation, to grab hold. You know, when you grab hold to things at an earlier age, when you grab hold to things now, you reap the benefit of the long term of it compared to trying to grab hold to it at the very end of life. You didn't reap all the benefit. Matter of fact, uh, don't take that chance. Let me just say, let me say that. Don't take that chance. I'll wait 
and, and then I'll, I'll, you know, until I've done everything that I wanted to do, and which uh, no people don't really tell you the truth about it, that, that deep down inside that after they finish banging, after they finish uh, hitting, after they finish doing all, that there is a longing in their soul for something different. There's a longing in their soul that, that needs to be replaced, that they really want, and they know that it comes from God, but now they don't know how to get there, and they don't know how to maintain it. And that's why our prayers is necessary. That's why, uh, you know, our, our, our consecration is so important. That's why it's so important that we uh, make because there's somebody looking for what you have. They're looking for it. That's why Peter, Peter responded, you know, and said, you, uh, uh, you have the words of eternal life and we believe and we have complete confidence that you are. Peter was saying, I'm good. I'm good, Lord. I'm thank you, Lord. I'm good. Each of us should take the time to let God know I'm good and to thank him for what he has done. Hebrews, the third chapter says, but exhort one another today, today, this day. While it is today, at least any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Exhort one another daily. Take the time to tell of his goodness. Reconfirm. Recommit uh, your hearts with gratitude while it is today. There is a caution sign here that says, least any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. We have to be careful because sin is deceitful. Well, your, your own flesh will tell you, well, if I sin against God, he'll forgive me like he forgave me the last time. Don't be a fool. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. If you sow to the flesh, you'll, you'll reap of the flesh, which is sin and death. Uh, the Bible tells us in Nahum uh, 1 and 7, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. When we put our trust and our confidence in God, God makes a note of that. Yeah, he hasn't forgotten yeah, he understands and, and, and he holds that dearly. Uh, the Bible even go, says that there is a book of remembrance that has been written because of those that fear the Lord and often spank one to another. Psalms 145 and 1 and 2 says, I exhort thee, O, I exhort thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. I'm going to bless him and I'm going to bless him now. We're going to bless him today and we're going to bless him throughout eternity. Every day will I bless thee. When I rose up this morning, when you rose up this morning, when you prepared your heart, when you started getting dressed for service, don't you know that God looked at that? That was a blessing. Don't you know that God was impacted by your actions, by the, uh, the fact that you were getting ready to go to service, that you press through whatever you were feeling, you press through whatever it took to arrive into his house of prayer and to give him glory, to give him praise. Every day I will bless thee and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Sin will cause you and can deceive you into having an evil heart of unbelief. Well, when there's an evil heart of unbelief, you're not going to tell God that he's good. When there's an evil heart of unbelief, you're not going to trust in him. When there's an evil heart of unbelief, you're not going to exalt and praise him. You're not going to bless his name. When there's an evil heart of unbelief, you are going to walk away. You're going to forget about because your mind is now uh, embedded your, your mind and you're wrestling with things that, that now has taken a focus. Uh, the Bible said that the sword went out and he sowed a seed and some of the seed fell on good ground. Some of the seed fell on top of the ground. The, the seed fell in places where the birds came and ate it up. The sun scorched it. The, 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 uh, but so, that which fell on good ground, that which fell on good ground. 
That's why I thank God for the worship service. That's why I thank God for the for the praise. I think because, see, that prepares that you, you can walk in and you might have your ground might have become a little hardened because of situations and, and things that have gone on. But after a while, it, it's nothing like when you see the praise leader leading the praise and you might be sitting there and, and all of a sudden you get involved with it. And all of a sudden you, you feel the, a little cracking going on on the ground. And, you know, and after a while, the, the crust, the heart crust that had developed begin to shift away and you start to get in with it and now you now then reach down into the soft spot of the ground and God's able to plant a seed right there that's going to bring forth fruit in its season bless your name Jesus mighty God what a mighty God we serve what a great God we serve that's why we tell the enemy I, I'm good no I'm, I'm good man I'm good Bless your Lord Jesus, because we all deal with things. We all have to deal with situations because we're here in the now in this time element. And God understands and knows that. But guess what? He said, I won't put more on you than you can bear. That's why the writer was was telling them, he said, because they were being persecuted by uh, those that. And so the church there was was needed some encouragement. The church needed to understand that no matter what comes up, God is superior. And we're going to leave him as being sovereign in our lives. Bless your Lord Jesus. For we are made partakers. I like this. We are partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end, we're partakers, we're participants, we're members, we are associates, we are assistants. Uh, the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians about the third chapter, it said we are written epistles, we're written in our, in our hearts. This is what Paul was telling you in our hearts. Uh, and so, uh, and, and known and read of all men, for as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistles of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in a fleshly table of the heart. And, uh, and such trust we have through Christ to God work, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who have made us able minister of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. Aren't you glad to have life today because of the spirit of God? Aren't you glad to be introduced to the power of God, not just yesterday, but every day? The power of God resting with you, the power of God rising up with you, the power of God entering with you as you drive to and fro, as you go about to handle business. God is with you. He said, provided you hold on to the faith, you have to grip your soul salvation. Uh, you have to grip it like a vice grip. First Corinthians 15 and 48 says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abiding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not uh, in vain in the Lord. Steadfast means to be firmly fixed, unmovable, firm belief in God and his ability, determined to adhere to God's will. Unmovable. You don't change. We're not going to change. You are a barrier. You are a, the righteousness of the Lord. You're an obstacle that cannot be moved. You're one that God has fixed. And the enemy can't do nothing about it. He can't touch you without permission. He can't do anything without God's knowledge and his approval. Huh. He said always in season and out of season. When you feel like it, and when you don't, maybe somebody didn't tell you that sometimes you don't feel like it. 
Sometimes your flesh will try to rise up and prevent you. The Bible tells us that the flesh wars against the spirit. It wars against your own soul because it is because it has been shaping in sin. But by the grace of God, by the power of God, we have victory and our victory is through Jesus Christ. So he said, always steadfast, unmovable, always. When you don't feel like it, I'm going to hold on. I know that maybe your pastor didn't tell you that, that sometime they, uh huh, uh, the, the missionary, maybe they didn't tell you that sometime they, uh, the bishop didn't tell you that some, they, didn't all, they don't always, but they know. They know that it's just a moment. You, you ever notice that? That it's a moment, and then that moment dissipates, that moment goes away. The enemy will come and try to attack you and influence you. And when you don't give in, he'll leave. He'll leave. Well, guess what? After a while, when you stop, when you completely reach that place, huh, then he don't come back with that anymore because he knows that it's not going to work. That's not going to work. I can't do that. Huh, thank you, Jesus. The Bible says that when you cease from sin, that then it become a physical attack. Uh-huh. That's what Job was experiencing because he, he eschewed evil. Uh, he was a just man. And so the Bible tells us that the enemy, uh, the sons of God came together and Lucifer was there, Satan was there. And he said, you, you're protecting him. You're keeping, you have a hedge around about him. And, and so I can't touch him. But if you move that hedge, I'll make him curse you. Well, the Lord said, you can touch him, but don't touch his soul. So he began to touch his things. He began to do other stuff that impacted his children, that impacted his wife, that impacted his service and his livelihood. But understand this, it didn't work. It didn't work. It did not work because he was rooted and he was grounded in holding on unto the Lord. Listen, if I've lost everything, and then I turn around. I believe this is his reasoning uh, because the scripture doesn't say this uh, verbatim. But but I just believe that he understood that if I surrender, if I've lost everything and then I surrender to the foolishness and 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 accuse God and then die in a state of wrongness, I've lost everything. Why would I do that? Why would I give up everything? My life, your soul salvation is everything. It's That's it. You came into the world with nothing. You leave out with nothing. I have my soul and that's the most precious thing that I have. And I'm going to hold on. You're going to hold on to that. The dignity that God has given you, the, the responsibility. You're going to handle everything as a vessel of honor. And not a vessel of dishonor. Because I'm good. Matter of fact, on your vessel, it says I'm good. <laughs> your vessel. That, isn't that what we're listening? We're looking to hear the Lord say, well done, thou what? Uh-huh. Good and faithful servant. Good. You're good. You're just like, you're just like God. There's nothing good but God. And so you're 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 a chip off the old block, so to speak, you know, because you you surrender unto God. Listen, I'm I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna close out with that, but I just want you to to, to remember. Let the enemy know when the enemy comes and tell you that and try to cause you to surrender your soul salvation. Let them know, no, I'm, I'm good. Anyone that comes your way and try to cause you to surrender your salvation, your, your honor unto the Lord, your commitment to him. No, I'm good. I'm good. Bless your Lord Jesus. Listen, I'm going to offer this word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness, for your mercy and grace, for what you have done for us today, what you're going to do. Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would bless those that are listening, those that will that we're here later. Lord God, we pray and ask, Lord Jesus, that you would help us to maintain your word, Lord God, as we have committed ourselves unto you, a life of holiness, 
Lord Jesus, we thank you right now, Lord God, as you prepare us, O oh Lord Jesus, to meet you in the air whenever that day come. Lord God, we honor you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, Lord God. Our prayer is that something was said which encouraged your heart. If you have not dedicated or you need to rededicate your life, this is the time. The Bible says, and at 2, 36 to 38, therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made the same Jesus whom ye have crucified both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 3 and 19 says, Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshment shall come from the presence of the Lord. Listen, if you have missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on the name to access the message archive. Why don't you be a blessing and share FML inside the page? We can be heard on iHeart Radio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and We hope to see you here or see you there. Until then, be blessed. Rest in the Lord. The song by our songs and those features are the respective properties of the artists and their producers. things, Lord God, but for who you are. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, bless your name, Jesus. Thank you for the time of worship. Thank you for the time that you've given us, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
God, the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost, rest you and abide, henceforth now and forevermore, in Jesus' name, amen.